We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. All right, it's time once again for another edition of The Print Factory. Before we get into it, if you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review and rating over on iTunes. Android or wherever you listen to these podcasts. It really helps us out a ton. We appreciate it. All right, let's get right into this. Oh, you didn't know? You have better call somebody. It's me. It's me. It's that B-I-G-T. All right, it is time once again for another edition of the Print Factory. Special edition this week. We've been trying to do this for a while now. It gets busy. I mean, when you're, when you're on with two goats like these guys, it's tough to get everyone together, but we got Empire Maker and CSU Ram today. So we got a special edition, tons of stuff to get to. First of all, Empire, what's going on, my man? Not much. I know we've tried to do this like five times now and it, I'm always traveling and it's kind of hard when you're like partying and stuff. And I was like, when I finally am home for a week, we'll do it. And this is probably the best week to do it for these playoff games. I mean, it's a tough life when you're traveling to San Diego for months, you're going on yachts, you got putting greens behind you and your, your high rise. I mean, life is good when you're the empire maker. 
Yeah. <laughs> Some days. Yesterday yes, was you. What's going on, my man? Oh, just joyful to be graced by two legends here. And, uh, yeah, excited. We got a lot of good stuff going on in sports. Um, pumped that we're finally together. We've been trying to get this going for a while. And, uh, yeah, perfect time to chat about it. Uh, a lot of good material in the DFS world, in the sports world. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it. We need to start right away, though, with Empire said this yesterday on Twitter. I know I've played golf with you, I don't know how many times now, 20 or 30. Every time I pay you money because you're just that good. Empire said he got the best of you this summer, though. We need to hear, we need to hear how this took place. Empire, what happened here? So basically, I think what happened is like we played 18 holes of golf. It wasn't like super high stakes, but Brandon's What's always super hard. not high stakes. Only like 100K this time. 500,000 a hole or something. And then Brandon's always itching to play more. So we drive, we actually drive to another course and it's probably like five so we can get nine holes in. And it's me and Brandon playing two balls each for CSU, Wilson. Three balls. Two, two balls, two balls. That's right. We have, we have two balls each and it's the best ball. And like, you can press at any time. You guys so, both got to hit twice, you and BA. Yeah. So four balls total. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think on the first hole, I drained like a 40 foot putt. No surprise. Yeah. And then, Second hole on a par five, I put it to like eight feet, eagle it. <laughs> who, was, that, who was on the other two? up, so there's a press, so it goes double on like hole five. And then me and BA just shoot lights out. Because when you get two balls, we're like the most erratic golfers ever, but like we would have one ball in play. Yeah. Three out of bounds, have one in play. And uh, I think we closed them out on like the eighth hole. We go to dinner. <laughs> I think we won like 80K or something. CSU low stakes, like, you said, too. That was a pretty low stakes match, only 80K. No, I'm saying the other matches were. We go to dinner. CSU has like one glass of wine. He's like, I'm not feeling good. Guys, he like lays out the floor. <laughs> He's like, I think I have to go home. I don't know if it was the golf or the altitude. <laughs> altitude. CSU, what, what's going on with this? All right. Well, Empire left out like a bunch of details. Well, let's and, get them. Uh, okay. So, I mean, this whole trip, um, was it's Finney, Wilson one, Brandon Adams, Stephen Bass, Empire and I. So all of the gambling throughout the whole week is basically revolving around Brandon. Brandon wants to make these like long out bets so he can train. So he's playing Bass. <laughs> he's playing me. The last day I have a match for him and it was real stakes. We played, uh, he was getting five to one to beat me straight up the match. And then we had a match that was straight up where he was getting, uh, strokes. And, uh, what, I, what I kind of golfer is BA? BA is erratic, just like Empire. Um, and we had played some matches before, like, uh, probably the funnest round of the earlier in the, in the trip was like Empire and I versus like Finney and Bass in a scramble. Um, but historically, BA has not been into the scrambles. So. I started off choking versus BA, ended up playing well down the stretch, uh, got the monkey off my back. I was really nervous to be, to be totally honest and, uh, beat BA. And then we were chatting and we're trying to figure out another match that we can do, uh, over, you know, basically a scramble. So there's a ton of negotiation on the scramble. Um, Empire and BA ended up getting two balls each. 
we forced them to actually hit them. Uh, they had to go BA Empire, Empire BA. So they couldn't hit twice in a row um, versus Bass, Finney, and I. And I think the big mistake that we made relatively was the upside of BA and Empire was just so high uh, because both BA and Empire can hit it farther than, than Bass or I. Um, so we get to the scramble. Empire was exactly right about that. I mean, he played the best I've ever seen him play by a, a mile. Um, we thought we had flipped the match because we did a press and hole three at uh, Country Club of the Rockies, which is a par three. I put it to like eight feet. Uh, we were looking really good for birdie. And, of course, Empire in the fucking fourth shot drains a 40-footer, like his second 40-foot bomb on the last shot uh, within two holes. And, uh, you know, a couple holes later, Finney actually stuffs one to like two feet, and we square up the match and go one up on the press. So we're all talking, and we go to the next hole, and – this is where the whole match swung. BA and Empire both hit like four balls all over the map. Empire's two shots are out of bounds. BA <laughs> hit huge slices, but one of them banked off a hill and they had like, you know, somewhat of a lie. So of course it's a scramble and, uh, you know, you can replace your ball. And that's where Empire just went to proceed to make a birdie on every single hole on his own. Um, so it was a lot of fun, but Empire definitely played lights out. It was my best day of golf in the summer and I still somehow lost money. And then of course, I don't think it was the gambling, but. The wine, the altitude, maybe the CBD drink. Uh, I, got I also it. think when you're not that consistent at golf, playing like four days in a row helps a ton with uh, getting a little consistent. I'm like, I should do this all the time, but I'm just too busy gambling. Empire has huge upside, though. Like in the first day of scramble when we were playing legitimately low stakes, like whatever, 500 a hole or something, uh, you know, in a scramble. Empire got it on the green from 300 yards out with his three I mean, the guy's got serious upside. I mean, I've seen him. He just He's a stone-cold killer. I've seen him on the course. <laughs> I don't think I've ever won money from Empire in golf. And, of course, on Twitter, he's talking about how I'm the massage master. Empire is the king of negotiation. Does he do it to Empire like he does me, where he hit, Empire will make a birdie and he just starts st- fully stroking you, Empire? Is that what he does? Well, he's, he's always saying, like, that's the best I've ever seen him swing it. That's his line. Oh, he loves it. Maybe <laughs> Maybe play a little bigger on the back, like you're looking good. Then I'll, <laughs> then I'll shoot like a 38. That's the massage. Getting two shots though is a that's a massive edge, I think. I mean, yeah, we played really well. I mean, the the throughout the trip, there's a lot of choking and some bad golf, but that scramble. I mean, I think the three of us in three men scramble were five or six under through nine holes, and uh, I think Empire and BA were legitimately nine under, and they didn't have to putt on the last hole because. They made eagle on the the second on the hole number two, the par five, because of course Empire with a long iron in his hand is just like Hendrick Stenson or something. <laughs> Getting four balls though, like oh, I, I don't know. It's a that... fun game. It's a fun game when you're playing like two or two or three decent golfers. Is and the best part is BA to do some scrambles because BA always wants these like death matches that take like freaking forever, you know, one on one or whatever. Lots of mental warfare. Yeah. Finally, we got to loosen up and have a little fun with the uh, the scramble. So hopefully, we'll have some more of those in the future. When do we get to watch the frying pan match rematch? Levitan versus uh, Bass. I, I don't know, but Bass and BA just recently booked their next tennis match again. Yeah. They just keep going at it. Is is BA getting closer? BA won recently, so. Um, oh, that was the summer when I was back there. I think uh, wasn't it? Yeah, he won in he won in the same spot at Indian Wells in uh, Palm Springs. So price is two fifty, but uh, it, it sounds like a, a huge edge to Bass. But Bass recently had a kid, and he's been playing a lot of paddle instead of tennis. So 
it's an interesting match. Paddle? What in the world is paddle? A good question. I don't. It's like a. It's like a ping pong kind of. Uh, and you play in a gym, and it's like a like a short. Um, it's like a short net. I don't know. It's like a good like couples game. He goes out there with his lady. Yeah, it's like it's like you're using like a ping pong paddle almost. Yeah, it's in a it's in a netted area. I've seen people play. You play off like the fence a lot, and I would say it's like a mix between ping pong, badminton, and tennis. If I I haven't played it though. Who does he play against? <laughs> he plays in all these leagues. He's not like one of the best players in the state. He's traveling to California. He's got all these trips lined up. He's to play paddle. Yeah, the real paddle. How many paddle people can be out there? There's like professional paddle league. It's pretty. Yeah, good. he's really in it. He went to like L.A. to play in a tournament. I mean, legit bass is uh, he's gotten really, really into paddle and he's traveling for it. I mean, so that doesn't really yeah, translate. Probably well. gonna be the future world champ. Maybe in like. I believe that he's got to be good at it. Like putting all that stuff. I mean, he's legit good at it. He said there's only one guy in Colorado who's who's definitively better. Already, guy is just a legend. When I when I was I was watching the football game at B Dubs a few weeks ago, and after the football game, this competition comes on ESPN two. It's a legitimate drywall competition. Like these dudes, <laughs> no. did you see that? No, they're legitimately putting like electric and drywall up next to each other, and there's a clock, and there was fans, and it was it was one of the craziest things I've ever oh my seen. God, I gotta check that out. <laughs> it was it was good stuff. But let's hop into some NFL and then we'll circle back to we'll circle back to a few other things. But let's let's save the NFL. We gotta talk okay, yards. Well, what do you want to get into here? Right, let's kind of talk I'll yards. Talk about two things like the Kyrie haters and Giannis being bad. The Kyrie what? I think Kyrie's amazing, and like people on Twitter are saying like Spencer Dinwiddie's a better player than him. I'm like, oh. this, this is so egregious. Look at their stats right now. Kyrie it literally is ahead in every stat, even blocks and steals. Dinwiddie does nothing better. I think it's because people of, think Dinwiddie is better than Kyrie. I don't know these people like Dinkmeyer. That oh, Dink hates Kyrie. Dink hates him so much. But like they went on that run, and now now they're like one and nine in their last ten. Of course. Years. Yeah, it's like people don't understand how good Kyrie is. You're, I mean, you're, you're speaking to the leader of the Kyrie club. Although I, I will say, as someone that loves Kyrie, he has talked way too much the last two years. Whenever he opens his mouth, something bad comes out. I think he's trolling though. He's like, he went to Duke, but he keeps yeah. talking about flat earth and like, I don't, he, he's a troll. <laughs> See, yeah, he, 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 I hope he's trolling. Put it that way. Oh, he's trolling. He's CSU, trolling. I know you like Kyrie too. We're kind of yeah, all on the Kyrie. This whole this whole podcast, I mean, we're all big Kyrie supporters, and I've argued with Dink forever. And I think the underrated thing about Kyrie, when you just look at like his stats, is like when you get to the playoffs, like being able to create your own shot and do it somewhat efficiently is just wildly underrated. And all Kyrie's one on one stuff, while it might not be like the most efficient basketball during the regular season in the playoffs, it's so valuable. And we saw that with the run on Cleveland, and I mean, he's just unguardable. So. I'm a huge Kyrie guy. He can step up his defense, and the stats have borne that out, too. I mean, he's just awesome. and Yeah, huge Kyrie supporter. I think Dink is uh... – Even his stats this year are, like, amazing. Yeah, He was really good before he came down with this whatever injury. I just don't get it. I he, I mean, he definitely takes games off. I think that's why people hate on him. But For sure, but who doesn't? Like, 
He's definitely all these guys do. A top fifteen player for sure, I think. And like people forget yeah. when they want when they won that title, this dude was every bit as good as LeBron in that series. Yeah. Like he was, he was unbelievable in that series for them to win. Yeah. I don't know. I think people group him with Westbrook and it's like they're not good. And they couldn't be more different. Like yeah. they're not even the same type player. No. Westbrook is just egregious this year. No. Josh, He's bad really trading bad. Westbrook for Chris Paul, and Chris Paul is playing out of his mind right now. I, yeah. I'm with you on Chris Paul, too. Like, we I love Chris Paul. <laughs> Empire, do you like Chris Paul with us, too? Oh, yeah, I just – they he has that stigma that he can't win in the playoffs, but it's like – He's got so unlucky, too. Like, He's super unlucky. unlucky. Well, Blake got hurt a bunch, and, like, he can't do it all on his own. Two, Two years, years ago – they beat the Warriors. They're like one of the best teams of yeah. all time, and he gets his hamstring. They're up three two. And that series he, was over too. Like they were better than them. That, that Clippers run when he beat the Spurs and the Spurs were awesome, and he had that game winner on a bad hammy. I mean, Chris Paul, I think, is one of the best point guards ever. And wow, it's like him and Magic and like I don't know who else maybe Stockton. Yeah, it depends on like Oscar Robinson, depending on how you classify him. I mean, yeah, he's top three of all time. Did you see him last night when they were playing the Westbrook tribute and he was, like, shaking hands and stuff? Like, he was disgusted by the the love Westbrook was getting. Yeah, he was just so loyal, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it for completely what, why the why it happened the way it happened. But, like, Chris Paul got – they basically shoot – he was so good for Houston the last couple of years, and Houston just couldn't wait to get rid of him. And, I think it's – they didn't think he could make it through a full season and – Westbrook's just it was the it was the hard and Chris Paul beef. That's why they got rid of him. I know, but what was the beef? Why did they start hating each other? I think Chris Paul's tough to be around. I think that's well, I think he's a perfectionist and Harden like I don't know, parties a lot and whatever. Harden definitely likes to have fun. (laughs) He likes the strip clubs. He likes bounce. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. So Giannis. What do you, what, what do you think about Giannis? Yeah. Can I ask you, you said he's the sixth best player. Can eight. The five players? That, I think I ranked him lower than six. He ranked him eighth. Eight? This is, first of all, this is knockout. Like, I'm not basing it on anything regular season. I'm trying, if I want to win a title, he's my eighth pick, I think. So LeBron, 80, Kawhi. Uh, put me on the spot because I don't Harden. have my list in front of me, but. Arden. Who else? The two Lakers, the two Clippers, Harden, you obviously Luca. George is better than Giannis. In a playoff series, I'd rather have Paul George than Giannis. Wow. Okay. I'd for sure rather have Luca because Luca's like my my hero right now. Yeah. I think you might put Jokic on there too. No, I didn't put Jokic that. Jokic was in the 11, 12, 13 with Embiid and Cat, where they were all pretty close to me. Um. I'm trying to think of who the seventh was. The two Lakers, the two Clippers, Luca, Harden, and one other person. Hmm. Who was the seventh? He might have been seventh on my list. Oh, he was eighth. I remember he was eighth. Or is this? Let me see this list. Who, who else would it have been? There. Yeah, I think it was. It was actually Durant, just because that was the, everybody was making fun of me too because I put the injured guys on my list, but you have to, I think, on a list. Like, where would you put KD? Like, you have to get him up in the after Achilles is better than Giannis. That seems bad. 
I mean, it could be. Forget about the KD part anyways. Even if he was seventh and then ninth, Curry's hurt and Jimmy Buckets. But, okay, Empire, what's your top ten? My top? Where's Giannis at, first of all? Giannis is one. You really would take – going into this year's playoffs, you would seriously take Giannis one? 100%. It's not even close. It's not even close, too. No, it's not even close. Oh, Big T is shook right now. I, I mean – It matters, like, for second, I would either take, I think, Kawhi maybe in the playoffs. Either Kawhi or Harden. And then I have – then I would have the two Lakers – and I, I think I would put LeBron four eighty five, and I would put Luca six. And then after that, I don't know if it matters. Those are my top six for sure. What about you, CSU? Yeah, those are the six best players. Are you taking Giannis first too? I, I probably still give the nudge to LeBron at this point, but uh, so where's Giannis at in your rankings? How could you possibly Empire? LeBron, you cannot take Giannis over LeBron in a playoff series. Like five games, they're like what? I have to look up the record, but Giannis is clearly the best regular season player. Oh, even I would say that, like, because he's built for the regular season. He's literally unstoppable. He can get. He's not unstoppable because you just don't guard him. Like. Oh, I can't believe you would take him over LeBron. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Is the, I thought the Celtics do that. They just have five guys in the paint, and he just has to hit three after three. He's not going to hit three after three. Well, I'm saying they'll. I, I just don't trust their coaching the Bucks, and they don't play him enough in the playoffs. He needs to play like. I already know what's going to happen too. Is the best part. It'll be on this pod, and we can circle back, and you guys can make fun of me later. But when it comes to the playoffs, everyone's going to be like. Oh, he doesn't have enough help. It's his coaches. No, it's that the dude doesn't have to get guarded. <laughs> it is his coaching. He needs to play more. I mean, what is he going to play, 48 minutes? He plays like 37 minutes in the playoffs. He has to go up to like 45. Because he gets tired. He's got long legs. He's skinny. Like he. That guy never gets tired. I mean, this dude, oh, my God. Now, they're going to win it because DiVincenzo is good now, too. <laughs> oh, I, I can't go on on this pod anymore. I got, you got you heard me. Who's gonna beat them in the East? Oh, anybody. Why? Philly. No chance. I just like Philly. Philly has the two minus five away. If the, if Philly's better, they're minus five on Christmas Day away. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so that's like minus ten at home. That's regular season though. <laughs> Philly, Philly does have the two right guys to slow Giannis down, and Horford, who's been the kryptonite for Giannis historically, and Embiid. So that, but I, I like Milwaukee over Philly still. So you guys both like Milwaukee to go to the finals, obviously. Well, I know you do because you just like Giannis number one. I think the three top teams are like pretty even. I just think the Lakers need like one more player. All these teams should. I mean, the Clippers are the only team that doesn't really need to upgrade, but the, yeah, yeah. the Lakers are for sure going to get a piece. Like, where's Iggy going to end up? Iggy has to end up somewhere. Oh, yeah, I was hoping they got Bogdanovich. He would be perfect. Oh, that oh, would be Can you cool. imagine if they got that trade, Kuzma for Bogdan? I love how <laughs> overrated Kuzma is by the Lakers nation. It's unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> but I don't think you can be playing, like, Avery Bradley and Rondo and all these bums, like, in the playoffs. Maybe Rondo. Yeah. No, I mean, they, 
The they Bronx, need Collison. What's that? They need Collison. I mean, you act like guys like George. You're, you're laughing at Collison, and you're dependent on what, George. What Collison are you talking about? Nick, Nick or Darren? No, I do like Nick Collison, but Darren. <laughs> Darren Collison's fine. He's not even old. It sucks. No, you're, you're dependent on George Hill and Brooke Lopez. Like George Hill is – look at George Hill's stats this year. He's amazing. He's old. Yeah, and he's – God, I can't wait to the I can't wait till the playoffs. He really has the best. So like, good. He has the best true shooting in the league, dude. Oh, I I can't wait until the playoffs. It's gonna be. It's my favorite time of the year every year. The problem is the East is not gonna be interesting. They're just gonna steamroll everyone. I don't think it's gonna be as easy as you think. Miami, yes, you, you gotta weigh in here. You're just the silent assassin here. You gotta you gotta chime in. I mean, I think Kawhi, LeBron, and Giannis are the the three clear top picks. I can you can make an argument for all three of them. I think pretty easily. I mean, LeBron's history, and he certainly looks rejuvenated and healthy relatively this year, and his passing uh, is certainly ahead of those other two guys. Kawhi, we saw what he did last year. He's resting. I mean, his defense, while it's not like vintage Spurs defense, I don't think he's quite the same athlete with all the leg stuff that he's had to deal with. His offense has gotten much more efficient. Yeah, his jump, he never misses. Yeah, his Please. offense is ridiculous now. Uh, and Giannis, I mean, his defensive – I mean, I think the one thing you underrate, Tony, is how impactful Giannis is defensively. Uh, yeah, defense players. and offense are, you know, the same importance. And he's by far the best defender. Yeah, so it's those three guys. Then it's probably AD for me and then Luka and Harden. I think those are the clear six. And, you know, when Durant comes back, hopefully – He's at that same level, and, you know, I'd love to see Steph come back healthy. And, oh, I forgot yeah. about Curry. I would put Curry up there, too. Yeah. I mean, those guys are all awesome. And, like, you have guys trending hard. Like, Pascal is not in the same tier, obviously, but he's really coming on. You have all the bigs. Uh, we'll see Embiid has looked just like a total monster at times and then disappeared. Jokic is starting to play really well again. Denver's looking that they could make some noise. So, I don't know. It's It should be an awesome playoff. It's like we did that draft last year. I I took Giannis first, and everyone was laughing at me. Yeah, they should have laughed at you. You get him for the next five years. But he's going to be the same player five years from now. I don't. I mean, his three's already improved. He's a little bit. That's the best is with Tony. airballing free throws, but, like, I don't don't know what he's doing. When Giannis is hitting threes and looking good, Tony gets all the beats. The one game? The one game he was hitting I haven't really seen those games. <laughs> it was the one game. And it was, what day was it? Was it the Christmas game? What, what game was it? No, he was bad in that game. It was the one of the primetime games when he hit all the threes, whatever one it was. I, I got so many messages that night, like, whoa, he, he strokes now. At least he's taking them. Like, Ben Simmons won't even take the shot. Like, that's – Do you that's want him taking like, them, though? Of course, he needs to continue to improve. Like, if, I mean, if I honest, saw on the white side hit a three last night. Like, did you see that dance he did too? Yeah. That was amazing. I mean, he's shooting thirty-two percent this year from three. If he can consistently shoot thirty-two percent, he is lit. So this is my, this is Dean always throws his this. Argument thing. is that he's open every play. He is literally wide open. Of course. DSU, well, okay, right now we've talked about this but a time. It's up to like thirty-five percent. That's a fine well, shot. What would you shoot, CSU, right now, with that outfit on, your sweater or whatever you're wearing, your jeans, 
Right now, NBA three, butt naked open. Yeah, the NBA. What percentage? Fifty percent. Okay, thank you. In a game, though, like you get tired. It wouldn't matter. Like you're just literally walking. You're You're walking fifty percent in a game. Yeah, of course not. Not in a game. I'm just saying, like wide open. I think there's still a guy like you know, kind of chasing you down and putting him. Not with not with him. There's not. Oh, okay. He's literally wide open. Like, watch it. He's literally wide open. In a game context, it completely changes everything. I mean, there's no – I probably shoot 40% in a game context, even super wide open, because you're you're tired and there's all these other moving parts. But You're not tired when people don't guard you. <laughs> I've done the NBA. Just shooting in rhythm, I feel very confident shooting over 55% from three, NBA three. Just open, not tired? Not tired, just like just shooting, like going around shooting. I would say you're higher than that, but like that's, I mean, NBA players can make like 20 in a row. Oh yeah, like like a guy like Booker, like I would bet on him to make over 80. Of course, I mean easily over 80 too. When I start playing, I shoot way worse. I mean, Empire, we just played recently, and I shot like 20 percent from three. Who won this matchup? I need to hear more about this. We we lost. Who was it? Bass and I, and then this guy, Nick, who that was our, our big weakness was my offense. And, uh, we had a guy who's just overweight and can't play defense versus Empire, this kid, John, who is by far the best player. In this other he would just run a pick and roll every play. I would like throw him like a lob and he would just put it in. He was unstoppable. <laughs> he had the best player. So Empire got the best on the court and the links. Empire always gets the best. I mean, I'm I, I putting the pieces off, together. I, I can't shoot at all, but I hit like three game winners. That's the only shots I hit. Literally, that is that is true. Empire was like 0 for 9 and then hits the game winner. It all sounds right. I mean, it, it's exactly how it happens with me. I know who to give it to. I'm, I'm just throwing up to this dude, and he's just throwing it down. Empire's got some deceptive length. That's uh, one thing that, you know, is in favor of Giannis, too. But should I should be in the playoffs. I still feel bad about when I got Empire on film at the at the Wrigley Field, and he oh, got just the God. worst pitching ever. Uh, and, <laughs> I mean, this pitcher was egregious, and he, I, I framed. I feel bad because people were getting on him, but I blame the pitcher just as much as as the swing. That was his first batter, and he was just throwing me like dirt balls. I was also hungover as fuck. <laughs> I think I whiffed like nine in a row, and I hit like a grounder on the last run. Like I quit. Hopefully no one has this on video. <laughs> Hopefully no one has this on video. My friend like works for the Cubs. She's like, oh, I got a really good video. I'm like, throw that away. <laughs> no one has this video. Oh. Well, also, I, I, while I got you guys on, our boy Bad Girl, he, he, he sent a good question because a lot of people like to like to know about things like this. You guys play at some of the highest stakes anyone can play. He wants to know how – what do you do when you hit a little downswing, Empire? Um, if it's really bad, I will take, like, a week off and maybe go on vacation because at that point I think you need to, like, clear your mind and not think about DFS or betting at all. And I, I feel like when I'm in a bad downswing, I'm not playing as well, too. I'm not taking as much time to research – I'll maybe start like an hour before the slate and that's not enough time. So like, I think you just need to recharge at that point and come back. Like not worry about, cause you're always thinking about like, Oh, I need this much to get out of this hole. You're not really thinking about playing well. You're thinking about getting even. 
So I'll just go on vacation for a little bit and come back and try to forget about what happened. That's when you go to San Diego for three weeks? And- no, I'll go to like whatever, Mexico or something and not look at my phone. CSU, what do you think? What do you do on some of these downswings? Yeah, I'm trying to do the same thing uh, Empire laid out. It's just tough when it's in the, the fall. Um, you know, I, I think the big thing for sure is, is getting time away. I mean, just even like for me, I love going skiing or trying to go somewhere warm to play golf. Just doing something other than thinking about gambling or DFS or whatever is, is definitely uh, the move. I mean, you come back so much more refreshed uh, in a good mind state. And when you're losing, um, when you're thinking about everything that can go wrong and you're not yeah, thinking you need your confidence that. too. Like confidence is pretty important. Like when you're, me. when you're losing, you're never going to make like the savvy 2v2 that's going to be more leveraged yeah, low owned. And even, it's even better if you're like not even playing, but you're like, Oh, I'm going to study lineups for like a few days, like of the top players. Like maybe see if I'm doing something wrong. They're doing something other than me that I'm, I'm missing. So I'll do that too. I, I might study for a few days instead of playing. It's like, it's gotta be one of the craziest because people don't, a lot of people don't know, like being professional gamblers and stuff. Like it's brutal. I don't play a fraction of the stakes you guys play, but even for me, I've had some dirty swings where you're up a ton and then you lose a ton and you go from literally like the cockiest person ever. I can't lose. And then all of a sudden you're like, can I even win at this? Like it's just crazy. The swings and yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. People that act is, like it's so easy. It's not easy when well, you have a having this conversation with someone yesterday. I'm like, just take a week off, you'll come back, and you'll you'll feel better. You'll play better. It's almost like a fresh start, too. I, I like what you said where it's like you keep trying to chase it, but if you take a week off and come back, maybe you can go back to your normal limit. You're not just ch- yeah, over-chasing. You like, might be playing in worse games then. Like, even in poker, you're like, well, this is the only way I can get even is playing games I might not be winning in, but I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. Because, you, I mean, you've done it. You were playing on party poker in the early days, too. Like, you had to have some nasty swings with online poker. Um, Yeah, not at the start because it was so easy. But just all, well, What was that dude I always send you the video? What's that um, great YouTube? Tough fish. <laughs> tough fish. Anyone, that, anyone that's out there listening, one of the best YouTube videos. It's, not, it's pretty hard to go on down swings versus like <laughs> Tough fish. Game started getting tougher. You could definitely go on bad down swings, and I was terrible at coping with it then. But I've, I've gradually learned to get better at it. It's got to be one of the most important traits, though, to, be, to being a professional gambler is yeah, when you, it's, anyone can play good when they're winning. Like, that's easy. Yeah. It's way harder when you're losing. Because then you're just like, oh, I'll just bet on this Sunday at football game, too. And <laughs> not winning at that. You're just like, when I play now, I'm like, I have to know, like, that I'm winning in games or I don't play in them, I guess. It's easy when you win in all the games you play in. <laughs> You have to be, yeah. Let's hop into some football real quick. First of all, the last time I was on here with CSU, I got to address this. You made fun of me about my boy Taysom, and since then, this guy's been dragging his shaft all around the field. What do you got to say about my boy Taysom? What did I make fun of you about for Taysom? When me and Wilson were on there, and I said he's the best player of the Thanksgiving slate, and then he scored two touchdowns. Oh, you're going to play Taysom. I mean, tell me this guy's not – do what? 
Is he a quarterback eligible? You're going to play him in what, a tournament? He first no. First of all, on the show, it was it was the Thanksgiving, so there was a showdown. He's tight end on Fanduel. I've never looked at playing. I don't know. Yeah, see, see, that's what he was making fun of me. That's the same. Uh, I mean, that makes like a little sense. Well, of course, you can't play him at quarterback. Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I I thought he would be. That's his position, though, right? Yeah, which he shouldn't be quarterback, though. It's a whole different discussion. But like, he he's not a quarterback. We need we need a replay of the tape on, on what I said about Taysom, but I'm, I'm, trying to I, I'm trying to channel my big T. I, I, but in other formats, like yeah, tight end on Fanduel. I guess yeah, but his upside's like what, like two touchdowns and like twenty yards rushing. No, he showed you his upside on, on Sunday. I didn't, I, I didn't see what he did. I was he had like, he had like a sixty yard pass. He had like fifty yards rushing and like thirty yards and a touchdown receiving. Jesus. Well, I don't know. I think they kind of screw themselves up bringing him in. You Unless still don't – so you still don't like him when he comes in? No, because, like, I like him – if it's third and two or less or four and fourth and two and less, I think he should be in the game. But I don't think you can justify it other than that. He's so Maybe good. Maybe Bruce Downs, like, if you're thinking he's going to get, like, five yards or wrong. Like, he, he runs routes now, though. Like, he scored touchdowns in the passing game. <laughs> I he didn't just, know he's a receiver now. That he just scored last week as a receiver. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that's why you're the GOAT. No. That, 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 like a, about like two that things. Seems, that seems like siege level. <laughs> Believe me. I, it was, everybody was, he scored like 10 touchdowns this year. Well, I, don't, I don't remember bashing Taysom Hill. I really don't. That's because he's been so good the last like six. This was this was six weeks ago before you before he started goading all over the place. I mean, if you said it, then I, I definitely. I mean, I mean, I you weren't like going egregiously making fun of me, but when I said he was the best player of the slate, and you guys kind of looked at each other laughing at me a little bit. Well, that that probably wasn't egregious take that he was the best player. He of scored the twice that day. <laughs> yeah, noted. Like, I mean, you could say that about a lot of guys. I don't know. You know, they were the best play that. That week, yeah. I, every time he does something, I tweet about it. About I, I know. I that, 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 like, actually, that that one night we did good. We both had him, I think. So yeah, yeah. You, you like course, hey, I've had two good showdown slates. George Kittle, or found the nuts. Your big night. That I thought I won as much as Big T, and then realized he fucking chipped the, the small dollar one. Uh, classic, because we had the same team and all the high stakes. And uh, the Taysom Hill, uh, he, he he's. He's gotten there in showdown, which is nice. But in other formats, like FanDuel, you play him at tight end. I, I can see the justification there. But on DraftKings, he's just literally unplayable. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't play him at quarterback for sure. Like, even I say you can't play him at quarterback. Like, it would be stupid. There's a good chance he's the Saints quarterback next year, though. I mean, you know, he's awesome. Like, he's such a Swiss Army knife. I mean, that conversion he had that ended up not working out with the, uh, I think, got called back on uh, the play. You like a, like a mini Lamar? Yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen him play enough, but he just doesn't seem like he has this enough speed. He's definitely got speed. The one thing is, I think he's, I think he's really durable. Like, I don't know if that guy can get hurt. He's so, he's so big. He he's plays like, every special great. team snap too. Like, he's in there blocking punts and <laughs> he's like covering <laughs> punts. The best <laughs> comp is he play everything. He's like a more athletic version of Tim Tebow. That's he was so good last week. He was the only guy that played good for the Saints when they lost. Like 
that drive when he truck sticked that dude going down the sideline and then the next play ran for like 30. And then they bring in Breeze the next play and he fumbles. Like, I was so tilted. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I think you're good at showdown because you only have unique lineups because you're playing <laughs> somehow. It's probably true. I mean, I don't deny it yeah. for sure. I mean, well, and for sure right. my worst sport lately has been NBA because I just can't get chalky enough. I always feel like I, I'm too too far off of the, the good yeah, point. Yeah, sure. like Gordon Hayward at like 3K, you know. It's just, well, uh, yeah, that was – that was <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I faded that one, but <laughs> <laughs> it's I agree. So let's look at this NFL real quick this week. We don't have to go super into it, but it's kind of a weird week because you got three big favorites, the three – Probably the three best teams left, and then you got the Green Bay game where it's a small, small spread, small total. First of all, CSU, what, what, what do you think of these games? I think it's an awesome slate. I mean, I'm, this is one of the best weekends of football, if not the best weekend of football. Um, got all the good teams, good offenses, and I think you have great options in cash, and you have some really interesting pivots and in tournaments. So I'm stoked for the week. Uh, I only have one bet. Maybe you guys will think it's fishy. I'm on the Ravens. Um, that line continues to move. Um, Empire, curious here. I think based on what I'm seeing, um, everything else looks somewhat efficient to me. Um, if you wanted to, you could. I like, I like the Ravens. I like, I really like the Seahawks too. I think the Packers are trash, but yeah. I don't know. The two yeah. other, the two other games I was thinking about, um, because the 49ers just played the Saints, and they were, like, kind of thought as a better team. So there might be, like, a little value on the 49ers. Because the Saints were, like, minus 8.5, right, versus the Vikings? What was it last week? Yep, it closed at 7. Closed at 7, but there's still some books. Okay, out. so that's probably no bet then. Um, and the other game, the other game I can't decide. I, I, like, the, I like the Seahawks and um, the Ravens. The Chiefs line seems really efficient. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think that too. At home and Arrowhead, Chiefs have gotten really healthy. The defense is playing better. I mean, that game is obviously going to be the chalk for fantasy. I think the Texans are an interesting spot for uh, tournaments for sure. Houston but. sucks. Like, I think Houston's terrible. But how many Houston games does. have they gotten blown out where Deshaun Watt, like, Deshaun oh, Watt is chalk and they were getting beat like 28 to 3. Yeah. Going for like 30 fantasy points. Every time, and it tilts me so hard. Like, he, like, he that always one that one week they were down by like 28 or something. Yeah, exactly. With like two minutes left. I'm like, why is he still in the, in the game? But I had him. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> He's always been great as a trailing quarterback, and his splits with Will Fuller so are it's easy when they don't care. Yeah. I swear this was that same matchup. I, I think these two teams played on one of my biggest days ever in DFS. And I think it was these two teams playing a Sunday night game, and it was when the Sunday night game still was included in the main slate. And I lost a fortune with this dude hitting Hopkins when they were down like three touchdowns. This guy is just so good in in scrub time. He's just so good in general. Just the Bortles are the best of all time in scrub time. Who? Like Bortles. Like oh yeah, Bortles. The ultimate scrub time. Like Bortles so, down Robinson that one year where he used to just be the straight goods and they were getting trucked. But they're like running like hurry up, like down twenty eight. It's like <laughs> trying so hard to get those touchdowns. I think he got hurt during that game and they're still doing it. So you, but uh Big T, what are you what are your picks for the week? God it, I'm, first of all, I'm gun shy. I always like to say it 
I always try to be honest on, on here and like tell people how I did. Uh, full disclosure, I drove to Indiana last week. I ended up with like 40 to 50 K on New Orleans and Philly, the teasers and straight ups and all oh, kinds you, of stuff. You are, you are all in on those teams. Oh God. And the same, I just got wrecked last week. <laughs> just destroyed. I couldn't handle watching that game. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, and. My weekend wasn't pretty either. I had Bills plus 140, line move crazy in their favor. That was absolutely tough. I love the Bills too. They, they, they pushed though, right? No, oh, I had money line. I got the money line. I had the Titans, Titans and the Eagles were the bets I had. The Eagles, uh, the Eagles was like my favorite game of the season. Like I love the Eagles in that spot, like so much. I was on the Eagles too. The only saving grace for me was freaking I got Vikings plus eight when the whole industry was seven. And that was just an outlier bottle line, just classic, you know. Did did you see the McCown news today? I'm sure you did. Yeah, torn hamstring off the bone. I mean, and he what? tore it in the second quarter of that game, they said. He played three quarters. So not only did they lose Wentz, but their backup 17-year veteran tore the bone off his freaking hamstring or whatever they said. In the second quarter, they played three quarters with no hamstring, basically. Has any team ever had worse injury luck than the yeah. Eagles this year? Because I was on the Eagles, too. I mean, yeah. I'd Nobody's say years. Well, the funniest video is that guy, like, in the parking lot is, like, he was, like, ready to suit up. Did you see that video? Where yeah, like, it was hilarious. <laughs> Best shave but, of my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's the it's the truth. I mean, I, how could anyone have had worse injuries than them? The whole freaking team. Got they're starting a quarterback um, from uh, Greg Ward. Like he's a quarterback. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, and he was their only receiver. Like, legit. Yeah, everyone was, that's what we probably shouldn't have bet on them. Remember when we brought Greg more. Ward in uh, DFS college football, Blake? That was yeah, he was the goat. Glory days. That was the glory days. Yeah, yeah he was the man. I don't know this week though. Like I like San Francisco, but the one thing I'm staring at and I'm like going crazy is like I don't want to choose Corey Davis in DFS again. Oh God, he just oh he got a stone donut last week again. Yep, but that's the Patriots. I mean, ah, oh, he's pretty I mean, bad. Isn't much better, but is he super cheap again too? He's, he's like right. 38 or 37, 38. He's so he's bad. Somewhere. Here's a question for you boys to think about because I think this is one big decision on. Oh, I think there's a couple big decisions, but one one thing to decipher is these running backs. Uh, I think Damian Williams is like the lock button, but of the expensive guys, you got Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and Aaron Jones. And depending on the site, you get some different savings. Like Dalvin Cook's much more expensive on on DraftKings, so he's going to be less owned. But on FanDuel, he's cheaper than Aaron Jones. And then Derrick Henry, who is always low owned. I mean, Derrick Henry is six percent in the three K last week. How are you guys thinking about those three? Is Jamal uh, Williams out? No, Jamal Williams is going to play, which makes it tough. Yeah, I never take Derrick Henry. No one does. None of no. (laughs) I play him every time. That's a big T play for sure. I do play him every time. Big. I know what Big T was going to say. I was trying to tee him up for Houston. The guy's like, I know this guy's going to break one for the rushing record in like last play. You knew he was going to, though. Like, even you guys knew he was going to break it. Like, he always breaks it late. My theory is, like, he starts warming up, like, week 10 because everyone's warming yeah. He's like Zeke. It's He's the truth. This guy's a beast, man. He, he is. But the Derek problem is he's staying my ass 
Mets in best ball. I would I would rather take Derek Henry on FanDuel though. He's very tough to play on FanDuel at 9,800 though. I'm just saying he doesn't catch balls. But That's everyone, everyone says, this, but he gets 35 touches. <laughs> Versus the Chiefs, he could do some damage. You had that, uh, you had that, uh, that, that saying, what'd you say, like the sarcasm font, he doesn't catch balls after. Yeah, it's true though, like everybody, all the smart people, which uh, again, I respect all, all, all the people, like they know all the info and stuff, but just because he doesn't catch his balls, he gets 35 carries, like he got 34 carries last week. That's insane. I mean, it's just insane volume. Can you imagine if they get the lead this week against Lamar? There's a path where Lamar throws an early pick. They get the ground game going. I don't see him breaking one versus the Ravens. The Ravens are much better versus the pass than they are against the run. But I think they're good overall. But I don't they're a really good defense. The, the problem, problem with Henry this week, though, obviously, is if Baltimore gets up a couple scores. I mean, it, I don't love Henry this week by any means. I just, yeah. They're just probably not going to have the ball that much. The question for Pete is, is Ingram going to play? He is going to play. For sure? Yeah, but I I can see that being your guy, too. (laughs) No, I I actually don't like him. But Uh, the guy I wanted to play was Gus. I wanted to play Gus at 4,900. Gus is going to be the major chalk. And I think Gus might still be a good play, to be honest. I think running back really tough. I mean, very concentrated ownership on Damian Williams because and if no you, so what do you do about this, Pete? So like, if, cause I want to play Mahomes. Well, like everyone does if they don't play Lamar. And can I play Damien too, though? Of course. But Damian, I don't want to just play all Chiefs cause I want to play Kelsey too. Well, and, and Ty Freak. I mean, come on. Plus Watkins. That's my problem not. though. Like, and, and Watkins is cheap. So if I'm playing either okay. Kelsey, Kelsey or Tyreek plus Watkins plus the, I can't, I can't play just all Chiefs. And they're all chalk. The Chiefs on DraftKings are super cheap. Of course, which they should be. I think the Millie play is Demarcus Robinson because he, he plays. See, now we're talking. Now I got big play. Dude, he plays like seventy percent of snaps. He just—I don't know what happens to him. Oh, I, I mentioned the fish play on the DFS podcast, the double dip with McCole Hardman and. Uh, and I like the, it. But McCole Hardman doesn't play that many snaps. He plays like twenty snaps. They—they they will give him an occasional rush. And he can he can be a slate breaker with like three touches. But you guys are just getting excited here. Are you guys messing with me? You guys don't play guys like these. Oh, I mean you can't. I mean these are these are the tournament plays. You guys are getting excited. There's limited options this week though. If it's like you know the regular slate, no no way I'm touching these guys. But you got to go. You got to do something. Yeah. Well, the thing for me too that I already know I'm gonna do that. I can say it because I know I'm going to do it. Is there's no way I'm fading Kelsey or Kittle? Like, of course. But that's I'm playing them together though. Like I'm playing playing both. Yeah, that's, Everyone's that's playing them together. That's the cash. Everyone's playing them together. Yeah. See, this is I don't ever know like the, the chalk. So everyone's doing that. Yeah, because think about it. Look at the, if you look at the slate specifically on DraftKings, yeah. they made all the tight ends cheaper. You get Kelsey and Kittle in the low to mid six Ks, and they're up against like Lockett, AJ Brown, and like that are Kobe. more expensive. And then you know. Aaron Jones, Henry, Dalvin Cook are all like mid-70s. I mean, they should be like Aaron Jones' price or something. Exactly. So everyone's going to play these two then. Okay. I'm yeah, still going to play those two, and they're going to play Damian. And the the sneakiest plays for sure, which I'll never be able to click, but they're going to be low-owned, or it's like Marshawn Lynch and fucking Travis yeah. Homer. I mean, those guys are dusty to me. But 
No they one's keep, gonna click that. They keep having all this coach speak about getting Marshawn more looks. The good thing about Marshawn is like they want to give him the ball 100 percent on like the two or in. So and you like, know he's gonna score if they get it on the two. Know. He's scoring. I put him in that showdown slate. I'm like, this guy is so bad. And he gets that touchdown where he leaps the pile. And then he's about to get another touchdown. But they You're got, talking about the 49ers game. They got that delay of game then. Yeah. When they were on the one, he was going to get a second touchdown. He was so bad in that game, too. He's like he's like the best goal line running back because he just leaps the pile every time. And it's unstoppable. Yeah. Oh, Last week, his touchdown was ridiculous. I mean, he got stood up and then just said, nope, <laughs> I'm getting in. He's still got the power. He's just got no speed. Yeah, he might. He has to be like the slowest running back of all time in the NFL. <laughs> no one's gonna play Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson either. I I I love Duke Johnson as a player. I don't know why they don't give him the ball. But Duke Johnson was my first guy that was going in on my team as far as. <laughs> <laughs> These well, are the well, they're all gonna be trailing. I hate. Well, first of all, the team I built, like, I, I started with Mahomes and Kelsey, but I, that's why I didn't play Damian Williams because I want, I, I want to play your boy Demarcus Robinson. Like, I love that call. When you said that, I definitely got a, one six to midnight in a hurry. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's alive to catch a bomb too. That's what you need. He won't be over 5% either. I think he's 4K. That's yeah, a, that's a sharp tournament play, I think. What what about the 49ers running game? Yeah, Brother Raheem is going to be, I think, somewhat chalky too. Um, and in cash game builds, you know, you have, you have some debates where you want to go. Um, the, the problem is, I mean, you got Coleman and Brita, and I think Garoppolo can have a lot of success throwing the ball. They also have been doing these, like, you know, little pitches to like. And like Debo is running back a lot of the time too. Exactly. Now. That's what I was just saying. They, they, they give it to Debo. So it's just Debo like, has been like. Debo's been up this week. He's good, man. Yeah. He's sick. He is. And he's like, he's, he's been like a few carries a game. Yeah. Like he could be the slate breaker, Debo. Like he could easily house two or three. He's incredible. I mean, other than Kittle and Debo, you can't really trust any you know, other players. They got like eight other receivers they yeah, for sure. I'm looking at I'm looking at this Demarcus Robinson because I I've been looking at it. so last week he played 21 of 50 snaps, two targets, one catch, 24 yards tutter. McCole Hard- I didn't look at last week. Yeah, he was playing about half the snaps before, but McCole Hardman's the same. I mean, it's the same thing. McCole Hardman's 17 of 50 snaps, one catch, 30 yards. He is getting the return. Tournament plays though, for sure. I just remember I was looking at Showdown one week and he played like 70 percent of snaps, like maybe four or five weeks ago. The and so he was Pete. playing before Empire, to be clear, before they had – I mean, he played 62 of 78 snaps versus the Patriots, and the weeks before versus the Broncos, 38 of 68, 35 of 66. I mean, he's clearly who they're using as, uh, you know, the number three. Uh, I just wonder about McColl because he's so talented. But, man, it's tough. I mean, they, all these guys are so – Is fast. Watkins playing every snap, Pete? I'm, I'm never playing that guy. Just well, that's the problem. I think Watkins is in the end up being more heavily owned because he's rating well in projection system. Oh, yeah, he always is high owned. Yeah. And he, can't, he, has, and he doesn't do anything. He has brick hands. Yeah. I mean, Watkins does have some big games target-wise, but the thing about it is he's 4,300. So in DraftKings, you have 4,300 Watkins, then you got 4,100 Hardman and 4K Robinson. So it's I mean, obviously the best overall play is Watkins, but he's going way higher on. Yeah. He's probably going to have five times the ownership of those two other guys. I 
I would guess. In the same range, I think the best play by far in that range is Marquise Brown. He's 4,400. Yeah, because he just needs one catch a lot of the time. Yeah, exactly. No, I want to play all those guys over. I think he's a cash play too, Marquise Brown. So you guys both love Baltimore. I think Baltimore should be like a 13-point favorite. The the problem with Baltimore is, like, Mark Andrews never plays snaps. It's hard to know what to do with him. He's, like, always the wild card. He's the air yards, though. Yeah. If he's on the field, they're, like, throwing it to him. Yeah. I mean, Mark Andrews had such a huge game against the Browns. I mean, he plays 39 and 73 snaps, but he gets six catches, 93 yards, and two tutters. I mean, the guy scored 10 touchdowns this year. The only thing that scares me about the betting on um, Baltimore is like Tannehill and Tannehill seems pretty good. <laughs> like I don't know. The Tannehill. team, the team, me and Chop build on the because we do the little show where we build a team and stuff. I think AJ Brown in a tournament team, especially if you think Baltimore scores a bunch of points, I think AJ Brown is like an incredible run back with just being able to break one or two deep ones, playing from behind in scrub time. No one's going to play A.J. Brown. Like, no one. No, I think he's right. going to be medium owned. You think he'll I, be owned? I don't like him if he's going to yeah. be owned. As he's not I think he'll be like 15%. Yeah. Maybe 20%. I, I think he'll be, yeah, in that 15% range. He's going to be – I think he's a great play. Um, and I think a lot of people have that. Same. I didn't realize he's he's 6K. On, I, I was speaking more he's on FanDuel. 7,400 last week or something. He's on FanDuel was where we had him. He's the only receiver I trust on that team, too. Other guys. He's seventy four hundred on FanDuel. That's that's where you want to. That's play. where we built it. It was the FanDuel team because no one's gonna play him there because yeah. you got Tyreek at seventy nine, only a little bit more, and then you got a bunch of guys way cheaper like Lockett, Metcalf, Samuel. All those guys are cheaper. So Stephon Diggs. What's Metcalf on DK or FanDuel? Sixty eight on DK. And he's seven K on FanDuel. See, I'd rather I'd probably rather have AJ Brown. I like AJ this week. Especially if Baltimore gets gets it going. I mean, we got to talk about one more thing before we get off here, though. We got we got to talk about this national title game. You both love college. I love college. What's the deal, Empire? What's your thoughts I'm on like, this? I can't bet on college anymore, man. This bowl season's been terrible. Like Ohio State. Did you have Ohio? You did have Ohio State with. I did, State. but like I didn't. I I bet it like big free. I had Oklahoma. I bet Oklahoma big, and it's just like. Right that? away, you knew you were dead too in that game. Oh yeah, he had like four passes in a row where he it was like forty or fifty yard passes through like three guys, and his guy would just come down, high point, and touchdown. It's like, what is going on? That first half was seriously insane. I have to look at the numbers now, but I think LSU has a decent home field advantage too. It has to be pretty decent, right? I think so. I don't know. This is a tough game. And freaking Sunshine's never lost a football game, so that makes it. Clemson's going to run good. <laughs> they definitely are going to run good. Pete, what, what do you think of this game just on the surface? Yeah, so in, in these spots, I mean, my opinion means literally nothing. Uh, I'm just shopping around for the best price that I can get, some outlier price. Um, and I was hoping. It's line right now. I didn't even see. Is it like four, minus it's five and a half, six? Oh, Let me just pull Five it and a half or six? Five and a half right now. I saw it open at four and a half. I didn't look after that. Yeah, I tried to – I was away from my computer, but when it moved to six, I was thinking that that would be pretty sharp to grab. I, I, I bet on Clemson at six. Yeah. Five and a half is obviously not a relevant number. Um, I don't know. 
I'm just, this is a, a classic spot where I'm just going to try to look for the best price. You got to get on record here with what you like. We can't be riding no fence on the print factory. Yeah, well, if I have no opinion, how can I not ride? Then you can still make a pick. You can say you don't feel strongly, but you like this team or whatever. I mean, five and a half minus 110 is just, I would wait. I think the line moves back to six and you take Clemson. That's You that's, like Clemson plus six. I like Clemson. You're plus that worried about that half point? Of course. Yeah, from five and a half to six. Are you kidding me? Six isn't six doesn't bother me. But look at like Burroughs might be like one of the best quarterbacks ever. Right? That's like, what gives me pause. Look, look at this team's schedule though. They beat like seven of the top fifteen teams and they've pounded. I feel them. like coming into the first game they were about evenly ranked, and now everyone's like, what he did to Oklahoma was just insane. Yeah, for like almost like what was it like four hundred yards in the first half and six touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, none of the throws he made were easy. Yeah. He's the lock to be the number one pick now, assuming nothing tragic. Bengals, if my Bengals jack this up, I swear to God, like. They can't screw it up. It's too easy. <laughs> you can, and he's from Ohio. Like, you can't mess this up. Like, you just can't. Yeah. I mean, on the surface, I feel like Ellis used the, the pick. That's why I'm trying to go against, like, my recency bias. Brain. It sucks that it's the public side, too. Like, definitely the public side. problem. Big T, who do you got? I don't want. I hate going with the public. I do, but I just think LSU is too good. I don't know. Like the smart side of me says I should take Clemson, but then I think about the six touchdowns and the four hundred and the what he did to Oklahoma and how good he's been. And they just have so many weapons too, and it's at home on turf. Here's here, okay. Let me just give a classic. Like an Empire knows this as well as anyone, and that's why you know people think. And I do think Empire has, has savantish qualities when he's predicting sports, but he's very cognizant of price. Is this the stroke? Is this what? This is not a stroke. This is not a stroke. But if you notice, he's constantly looking for the best price, and I'm just looking around. I see Clemson plus six in one spot. Well, yeah, get on, get on count on Bovada and bet that. Like that's I can't bet on there, but that's yeah, of course. Play. Yeah, you're gonna be oh, if you're sharp, you're gonna be limited. But a lot of times, like. I can bet a hundred bucks or whatever on like most things, but for these big games, they'll let you bet. No, but if you're like getting a good number, you're automatically plus EV. Right. And so you can get Clemson plus six on Bovada. If it's like a two and a half and they're laying a three or six and a half, they're laying a seven, you're just automatically plus EV. That's what happened with the Vikings game. I mean, the whole market, you know, all the the sharp offshores, every legal book has seven and they have eight. The problem is if you start doing that, they're going to notice. So, I mean, you probably like that. Yeah, that's why you gotta have friends. And you know, the one thing from my perspective is that uh, a lot of times they'll let you bet the big games. Yeah, so that's it. I mean, sports betting is hard. Like a lot of people are gonna lie to you, but that's the way to do it: is shop around. If you're trying to gamble and don't know that much, just find the best line. Makes a massive difference, obviously, over the course of the year. Like you save one or two bets a year by it, you're saving a ton of money. Even on a $10,000 bet, you're, like, saving $1,000 a lot of time. That adds up. (laughs) It's like that uh, deep brain chain. And when you get it early, I mean, the deep brain gets the job done. Don't go down this path. (laughs) I wasn't on on Grinders Live telling that to everyone. Can you talk about that? That was the pinnacle of looking back. That's the pinnacle of altcoins is when Tony's like, you got to get in on this. It was Grinders <laughs> Live. Tony and, B- and Britt Devine. 
They're not even talking about the DFS slate. They're just talking about. Oh, you guys are hurting me right now. I shouldn't have brought it up. I could have resisted. Oh, that was. I mean, in hindsight, that was the most obvious sell signal of all time. <laughs> Brit Divine and Big T. I'll never forget it either because it was at the highest it ever was. It was sixty-five cents. Of course, cents. show you had all sixty-five these cents. I think it's under. Empire a got it at like two Why cents. It might not even be a tenth of a cent. Oh, it's got to be under a cent for sure. Like, it's got to yeah. be like, yeah. That's when when everyone wants to get involved. It's kind of like betting. You you got to go the other way. Sometimes. Oh god, I was so excited. I was so confident too, because like, oh, you were so confident. I was so confident. I was. <laughs> that was peak hysteria. None of it made any sense. Oh. Man, Empire was sending Snapchats of like a million shares and dollars. <laughs> I was so jealous. I just wanted a piece of it, and I was uh, I was excited. That's how you build empires: the pump and dump. Oh, I mean, <laughs> hey, it's legal. <laughs> who, who does it better than the empire? Oh, that is all time. Yeah. What can you do? All right, and as we're finishing up this recording here with these guys, my guy, C. Dome, Chris Van Dome, he, we, we've talked a ton about this fight with D.C. this week. He texted me. He wanted to come on. He wants to talk a little trash to D.C. have to give him the platform. So out of nowhere here, we got a surprise guest. <laughs> my guy, C. Dome. What's going on, my guy? We got, a, we got one more guest. Man. Nah, I mean, I, I don't really have any – uh you know, trash to talk. I mean, I will say that the, uh, I guess the, the audience out there is really mis, uh, mispresented because I'm not 5'10. Um, let's just throw that out there real quick. What are we at? How tall are we? I'm six foot two, six foot two and a half, and, um, about 190 pounds, and I plan on getting to 205, um, you know, throughout this. So, uh, you know, there's some things that just need to be ironed out today. I'm going to make a statement later today to announce that, you know, this is going to definitely go down and, Really excited because um, I'm a huge advocate for health and wellness, and this is a great time to take this platform and, and to to fight for something I believe in. So it's not about Twitter or beef. I think uh, you know taking it to a positive level and to influence a lot of people out there. I think we can uh, make a real impact with uh, you know this fight. So definitely going to use it as a platform, and uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I mean, a lot of my friends and family are really excited, and um, this is going to be very interesting, but. Yeah. What are, you, what are you thinking for uh venue and date? Do you have anything like in mind? I, I think I think basically what they want to do is either one of the live finals, so LA FanDuel or Hoboken for DraftKings. Um, obviously DraftKings you can sports bet. Yeah, that that'd probably be the play. I think. So when is that? That's yeah, what, so that was the plan we had originally. The for the opening weekend of March Madness. So it's. Thursday, Friday, we'd watch all the March Madness games and hang out, bet games, do all that. And then Friday night would be the fight. And then Saturday, Sunday, more stuff like that. And oh, the NBA Fights are always on Saturday. Well, yeah. Anyways, in, in there, yeah, Saturday, Friday, whatever it is, Saturday. Yeah. Be perfect. The only problem with Saturday is the DK final is Saturday. Oh, okay. So then probably Friday. I would say Friday, you know, Friday night yeah. fights. Didn't they used to do that on ESPN? Yeah, Friday night fights. Yeah. So <laughs> Empire's already got money down on you too, C Dome. Yeah, I mean, my guy, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take my guy. That's I'm highly, I'm this highly is how sharp Empire is too. Like the line, so the, the whatever. Well, it's a 10K free roll too. No one else is throwing out money. That's yeah, true. I mean, we we should have I mean, touched on that. What did you offer to do, Empire? I just said, um, because I know there's some like all these fights. It's 
it's kind of sketchy if it's going to go down or not. But now, like, like they have a reason they can't, like, deny the fight. There's 10,000 added for nothing. Just the winner, no odds. Whoever wins Great the fight. winner. Whoever wins, you're giving 10K to. Yeah. Because I, I can't see another one of these not go down. See, no, it's going to happen, right? I'm sure. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm playing for uh, a really big charity that I believe in that um, has, like, struck home to me. And, I, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, this whole week has been disastrous mentally, emotionally, because obviously you get tied into these things. It brought me to, like, back in the old days of being on The Bachelor. But, um, you know, you just – you realize that, you know, you could take it for, you know, how you want to roll with it. And, you know, I'm going to take this as like a, a positive thing and, and actually fight for something that I believe in. I think that's going to really motivate me even more. But I'll tell you what, man, even though I didn't commit all this whole week because I was really unsure, been in the gym every day. Um, Crystal's got me on a real strict diet right now. Can I, can I be I've now? seen it. He is on a strict diet. Now um, I got my sister, I told you, Big T. She's really good friends with Anderson Silva and his team. And so, you know, they're going to be training me throughout this process. You can't be scaring DC off here yeah, before we get a commit. I mean, you can't be coming in too hard. Pushing all the action here, bud. I mean, you're killing here. I was saying the line's minus 300. And I mean, the food minus 500 with all this talk. <laughs> all right, I mean, so you're doing the opposite of what you should be. <laughs> but I the mean, charity, talk about the charity and say I'm not. Yeah, I'm just going to focus on the charity, but I am getting trained for a first round knockout. So if you guys want to do prop Oh, first round knockout too. I like it. Ooh, yeah, we could so, probably get some props on that. Yeah. I would go for the, I mean, I think the prop bets is where the action should lie the most, but um, the way that I'm focusing and the way that I'm going to be doing this is uh, I'm going to be silent this entire time and just really focus on really making this something special. And um, I'm excited, man, you know. Uh, this is something where I already take care of my body, but now I'm going to take it to the extreme. Um, I'm, 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 look, I'm you're, looking you're selling it again now. You're, you're scaring them off again. Listen, I'm just excited. Tell him, bachelor. tell him you're going to eat cheeseburgers or something. He's a nah, man. Bachelor, we're going to hang out with Big T for a week. Hey, easy now. Don't be subtweeting Big T on here. It's all you know, they, listen, they made the line, man. It's plus 155 for me, and um, I don't think anything should have an influence. Whoever I think... made that line should never make another line. <laughs> <laughs> Empire laid minus 200 on you. He said, I don't even care what the line is. I'm willing to take more. Like, I'm willing to take a lot. I'm willing to take a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you right now, it's hap- It's going to happen. Like, it, it, The only way that it doesn't if he backs out, and, and I could see that happening. I think, Big T, that's what we talked about. That's what makes me nervous is – you know, when it becomes more and more real um, and it gets closer, like, you know, obviously, you know, you, you got to question, our, you know, your ego and pride. Like, are you going to put that aside and just, you know, man up and get in there and fight for what well, you believe? I think he's trying to challenge people who he thinks will never fight, and that's why he's undefeated in these fights. He's like, he knew Siege was never going to take the fight, but now you're stepping up. You're like, I'm going to do this for sure. Now yeah. he has to step up and do it. Or yeah. he's going to be the laughing, the laughing stock at Twitter. Yeah, it's, 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 um, you know, like I said, I'm making a little statement. You run your mouth so much and then you got to fucking bite. <laughs> I'm going to be posting a statement here shortly on Twitter and then that's when, you know, it'll be real and, and, um, you know, everything's going down. So I'm, I'm excited, man. It's going to be, uh, I can't talk trash because that's not really who I am. I'm more about positivity. So, you know, I just wish good luck and, um, you know, see you in there. All right. Sounds good. We'll, uh, we're looking forward to this fight. I'll promote it. I'll announce it. We'll we'll sell tickets for charity. We're getting excited here. This is this is good stuff. stuff. We'll yeah. get some undercard fights. 
We got to get we, C. Dome in the golf course too at some point with us. His golf game, he got owned a little bit on the golf course though. Uh, well, I'm moving to San Diego in March, and we're going to go. Oh, you're moving there? Are you? Where yeah. are you going to be living? Uh, I think Pacific Gate. Oh, uh, okay. March, mid-March. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I mean, we get on the golf course anytime. All right. Big T, don't lie to them. You know, you know that, you know you're scared of the iron game. I'll drove you with the irons. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to get going, though. Was... All right, guys. All righty, man. All right. Take care. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. See you guys. See you, man. CSU. <laughs> yeah, everyone kind of left. But like always, if you like this podcast, please go on wherever you, wherever you download the podcast, whether it's on iTunes, Google Store, wherever. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. And let us know that you like these podcasts so we can keep doing them. But. I think it was a pretty good one. Good luck this weekend. Let's get these giblets, and we'll see you next time.